0: What books should you read as a programmer or developer? Hey there, Dane here. Just wanted to come at you with some books today. I'm currently preparing for a trip to San Francisco, about to head out there. Um, But just wanted to come at you today with a few book recommendations uh, that I think all programmers should read. Now, the funny thing about these book recommendations is... um, they're not programming related. So I've got a couple that are programming related and I'll start with those. But the thing about programming, the thing that you have to understand is that as a programmer, it's important to read diverse books from diverse areas of the world. So as a programmer, your job is to solve problems, right? Your job is not to... Your job is basically to solve problems. And if your job is truly to solve problems, then what that means is you need diverse sources of information. You don't want to rely on the business executives to be reading these books and to sort of give you tasks. I mean, that's what a lot of programmers do. They just get tasks and then they complete those tasks. But really, as a programmer, you know, ultimately, I want all you guys to own your own business one day. You know, like as a programmer, that solves problems for other people you know, as a service provider or something like that. And to do that, if that's something that you have a goal of doing or that's one of your goals, then you really need to focus on reading. You know, reading is one of the most powerful things that you can do to impact every area of your life. There's a bunch of really successful people that say if you read a couple books a month for the next 6 or 12 months, your life will not look the same 12 months from now. And I can sort of personally attest to that you know, when I was in Chicago and I was sort of pseudo homeless living on a friend's couch trying to get a job as a web developer, I was just listening to audiobooks. you know, over and over. And they weren't great books. It was like the four-hour work week and other books like that. But the point was I was totally immersed in this sort of improvement of myself. And even though I didn't have a job, even though I was like homeless living on this a friend's couch or on a friend's futon in his bedroom… You know, I still went and got freelance clients on my computer, continued improving myself, going to interviews, stayed positive. You know, I remember, I still remember to this day when I got my first job, um, I had this, you know, positive outlook and I I look back to the time and it was really negative. You know, I was really depressed and and most people would be really depressed in this situation. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any future, Um, but I knew that my past was worse than the future that I could have. My past that I left was worse than the future, even painful future it might be. So I was stoked and I still remember to this day getting my first job and walking in and just smiling and being so happy and I'm not an extrovert, right? I'm an introvert sort of and I remember being in this office and just being like so happy and so excited and just so Stoked and I remember smiling a lot and I remember everybody Enjoying that like the product manager when I met him he was happy and smiling and then I was smile it's just it really reminds me of the importance of staying positive and educating yourself and immersing yourself in education and improvement and health and all of the things that are really important in life you know, most people have it all backwards. You know, they're so worried and upset and depressed and negative and they aren't doing things like reading books, improving their brain, their mental operating system. This thing in your head, it's, a, it's more powerful than a supercomputer. It's more powerful than any supercomputer we've built and yet we treat it with, with a sort of nonchalant attitude. Your supercomputer is, it's, it's so powerful to think this way okay you have a supercomputer in your brain it's at your disposal it it, I don't know of any more powerful a statement it it, it, is mind-boggling okay data centers upon data centers that Facebook has that cost millions upon millions upon millions of dollars you have that in your brain and most people aren't using it you know most people let it wither and die and get negative there's no such thing as plateau you know, physics, there's something called entropy. You're either going down or you're going up. That's all there is. There's no such thing as plateau. So if you're not improving yourself, if you're not forcing it against entropy, injecting energy, forcing the improvement, then you're not going anywhere. You're In fact, you're going down for sure, okay? So this is why I'm doing a little book Summary, not summary, but little book show and tell of the books that I think are great for you And again, these books span span the genre of different types of books that I like to read We'll start with programming though So I've got a couple of four dummies books here So four dummies books are not for dummies <laughs> It's funny These are very advanced, you know, the. so I'll just show you Data science for dummies is one that I like I got these big data for dummies It's a good one Six Sigma for, for Dummies is a good one, uh, and then Data Mining for Dummies, so, you know, and I've got a bunch more for Dummies, for Dummies books as well, but most people don't want to buy these because they, like, think that they're, you know, not good or something like that, or, and in fact, there's TV shows of people making fun of people for having these on their bookshelf. Here's the thing, these are very advanced. These are very, these are not for dummies, okay? (laughs) These are probably the most high quality introductory to intermediate to advanced material I've ever read on any topic. Anytime I want to read something and I don't have the internet or I want to go deeper, I do a four dummies book because it's great. You know, I've got four dummies books on investing, on money, stuff you know for a lot of us we have trouble with money and and managing money so I've got like five four dummies books just on money literally five and I've read them all they're kind of like workbooks so you know it really does help so four dummies books are not for dummies make sure you pick these up and read through them very advanced material okay so we'll just skip those since it's more programming related most important book that I think you can read Gary Keller, The One Thing, okay? This book is very important. Gary Keller, The One Thing. Definitely get this, The One Thing by Gary Keller. This guy owns the largest real estate company in the world. I think it's the largest commercial real estate company. It used to be the largest in the United States, now it's the largest in the world um, as far as number of realtors and cash flow. So this guy, and it's funny, in this book, the way he was able to build the largest real estate company in the world, which is harder than whatever you're working on. Okay, this is why we read books from people like this. Whatever he's working on, it's harder than whatever you're working on. How do I know that? Because you're not building the biggest thing in the world. Okay, this isn't a judgment against you. It's a statement that you need to go to the top and learn from those people. Okay, we, we all don't like Walmart. But there are lessons that we can learn from Sam Walton who built Walmart, okay? very care- Be very careful about liking and disliking bias. Be very careful about not accepting knowledge because you dislike that person or dislike the thing that they stand for. You can still learn from everybody. You know, Abraham Lincoln once said, I learn from everybody. Sometimes I learn what not to do, okay? Sometimes I learn what not to do. So this guy, largest commercial real estate company in the world. He says he can't do it except with one tactic. One tactic has been his his method for executing the largest real estate company in the world. It's that he does one thing at a time. Okay, So he has this timeline of different actions that he wants to take. And the, the way that he's successful is that he aligns things on the timeline and then executes them. He doesn't stack. He doesn't stack them. So he doesn't try to do more than one thing at the same time. He just does them in a, in a row. So one thing at a time, then the next thing, then the next thing, then the next thing. He doesn't try to have 10 projects at once. He'll have one project, then another, then another, then another. And this sort of, uh, beginning and ending cycle is how he's been able to grow this company. And it's applicable to you as a programmer, it's applicable to you as a business owner. If you want to become a freelancer, it's applicable to you. Um, it, there's many ways that this is applicable to you, many, many ways, okay? Very important that that you understand this. Gary Keller, the one thing, if you stop the video right here, it, this is enough. This, this book recommendation, if you haven't read this, is worth all the time that you spent watching this video for nine minutes, okay? Moving on. Richard Dawkins, The Selfish Gene. I know some people don't believe in evolution. That's fine, okay? Be careful of liking and disliking bias. There's a lot of stuff in this book. One of the smartest guys on the planet uh, voted in, there was a salon of different people that that voted Richard Dawkins the preeminent intellectual on the planet in 2013. You know, so this guy is very well respected. Read stuff by people that are very well respected. Okay, it's that simple read stuff by people that are very well respected. So we got Richard Dawkins uh, Self-esteem that book by the way, it's great. Um, I I reference that book probably a couple times a day um, In my own brain Because in that book they talk about all kinds of different things, you know um, They talk about evolutionary things in our brain and anytime that I feel fear or or paralyzing Uh, choices like there's too many choices for me to make I think back to this book because in this book he talks about our evolutionary brain and how even if you don't believe in evolution just hear me out 10,000 years ago we were built in our brain to do certain activities and our brain has been conditioned for all those thousands of years to do those activities And the activities were with a small group of people, you know, a tribe. And for thousands of years, that's how we lived until today, until the last couple hundred years. So in this book, he states that our brain is not currently caught up to the reality that we're in. So a lot of the fears that we have, a lot of the negativity that we have, it's from this old way of thinking and this old way of doing things. So very important that you read stuff like this. Again, even if you don't believe in evolution, because even if you don't believe in evolution, the DNA in your brain scientifically is the same DNA as your great-great-grandmother, her great-great-grandmother, and so on and so forth. And so that DNA, those genes, even if you don't believe in evolution, you believe in science, those genes impact the way that you think, the way that you behave. And he'll talk about that more in this book. It, you know, You can skip around a little bit. You can skip around and read it. Great book. Next one, Happiness Hypothesis. This is an amazing book. Uh, really, you have to read about happiness. You know, if you have anxiety, here's the thing. I know a lot of people, a lot, especially where I grew up, that have anxiety, depression, um, medical issues in their brain. Okay, in the South, it's very common. And it's common everywhere in the world. But those people have not read a single book On the brain on anxiety on post-traumatic stress on depression if you've got a disease you have to be an expert on that disease reading both sides what are the what are what are people on one side saying what are people on the other side saying trust me happiness is the same way if you've got anxiety read the book anxious if you're an introvert read the book the introvert advantage if you're really mad and angry all the time read the upside of our dark side You have to inject your brain with the things that you're challenged with. The way that I pick books is I just say, what are the biggest problems in my life? And I'll grab a book on that. You know, I have a big book on taxes because I was like probably going to get audited if I don't figure this out or get hire somebody to, to take over this for me. And so I was like, okay, first thing I need to do is read about taxes. Because one of my mentors says, be very careful of outsourcing something before you understand it at even a basic level. Be very careful. A good way to get your book screwed up is to have an accountant do it and you don't know anything about it. That's a good way to go to jail. And it probably won't go to jail, but that's a good way to be audited, right? So I got a book. It was actually a four dummies book. Actually, it's right here. Oh my God. it's humongous. I got this taxes for dummies book. Look at how big this thing is. I got it used because I couldn't afford, you know, I didn't want to pay like hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So I got it used. It's disgusting, but it worked. Like I was able to learn about taxes and now I'm hiring an accountant. So the thing is you have to pick books based on what your problems are in life. And all of us have problems with happiness. You know, a lot of us are unhappy and so forth. Read books like this. Um, what is this book specifically about? It, it's kind of interesting. Um, Jonathan Haidt is a is a professor uh, of UCS University of California Santa Cruz or something like that, or San Diego, I believe. I used to think this was the Harvard guy, but I, I mixed them up. Matthew Lieberman sometimes. Um, He's like a leading professor on happiness uh, psychology, so he's a psychology guy, happiness guy, so this book is great on that topic. Uh, Some great takeaways there. Next book, Influence by Robert B. Caldini, PhD. This is an old book, here's the thing though, okay? When really rich and really successful people tell you to read something, basically just pick it up right away. And when somebody says it's the best book they ever read, pick it up immediately and read it immediately. And this is the ultimate test, okay, of should you read this. Charlie Munger says this book is the best investment he ever made, Charlie Munger, okay? The best investment he ever made, word for word, literally, okay? Do you need do you need any other advice is companies worth 300 billion dollars 300 billion okay business partner to the richest man in the world so very important book and now what is this book about it's a little bit I will admit the guy's a PhD so it's a little bit heady it's all about um, the 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 um, cognitive biases in the brain okay so I'll just sort of give you a summary of the chapters. So cog- you really have to understand cognitive bias. So he talks about reciprocation tendency, commitment and consistency, uh, social proof bias, liking bias, authority bias, scarcity bias, and so on and so forth. So these are important if you're a business owner, if you're a programmer, these biases are important to understand because it impacts everything that you do, how you structure your day, how you get work done, et cetera, et cetera. You know, it's important to read these classic books. You know, a lot of people, when they think about books to read, they go out and get the Lean Startup, or they go out and get the 4-Hour Workweek. And they're, if you're a programmer, my question to you is, are you a business owner? If you're reading business books and you're not a business owner, then you're making a fundamental flaw. Yes, there's value in those books that you can extract, that is true, but the problem is you're not starting With fundamental books, okay, fundamental books that are recommended by everybody. Now, that's a problem, okay, don't jump around, it's called media bias. He doesn't talk about in this book, I don't think, no he doesn't, but um, media bias is very powerful, so we'll go out and we'll buy books off the New York Times bestseller list, but we'll forget to pick up these books that Charlie Munger, one of the wealthiest people in the world, most successful people in the world, says is his best investment he ever made okay the king of investing charlie munger if you haven't watched all of his videos on youtube probably one of the highest iq guys on the planet probably one of the smartest people on the planet you can't do what he's done without having an extremely high iq i've never heard anybody that talks like him i've never i've listened to a lot of people talk i've been privileged to work in a lot of government agencies i've never met anybody or heard anybody as high IQ as Charlie Munger, the the smartest person I've ever heard in my life, okay? Now, I haven't met everybody, so take that with a grain of salt, but man, pick this freaking book up, okay? Pick it up. What else do we got? Um, A couple of other ones, so I just wanna sort of give you a couple other recommendations here, sorry. I know my hair is all messed up. Need to get a haircut when I get to San Francisco. so these are just some sort of additional books that I think are fun, and I'm just going to mention these for a quick minute. You don't have to pick these up. The other ones are, are basically required. All the ones I just mentioned are required. These are additional fun extras, okay? You don't have to pick these up, but they're great, and I'm just going to do a speed round where I sort of speed through these. First one, Obstacle is the Way, Ryan Holiday. Secret marketing genius, Ryan Holiday, one of the most successful young men in America, Uh, Helped Timothy Ferris rise to stardom through marketing efforts media manipulation. This guy is a stoic thinker He owns a a ranch outside of Austin, Texas He runs miles and miles every day. I follow him on snapchat one of the most successful down-to-earth People in, in the in the world. Okay, this guy is a follower of stoic philosophy He obsessively reads he reads more books than anybody I've ever known ever um, other than one other person who's also as, as successful as him this guy and this book is great this book is all about obstacles and challenges in life so if you have a challenge that you're going through pick up this book it'll help you a lot um, I don't necessarily i read it every time I have a challenge or an, uh, an obstacle right so very important book this one is great how to live 365 days a year i Heard this recommended in another book that was really powerful. It was a dollar fifty. You can get this book for a dollar fifty. It's from like nineteen sixty or something. Nineteen seventy five was when this was published. Nineteen seventy five, and man, this book is powerful. You know, this is a great book. It's all about just how to live your life. You know, these books are really good. Fundamental books. Okay, another one is insurance. Okay, insurance. Again, this is just a little. Uh, speed round. You don't have to pick these books up, but it's very important. Most people do not have what's called disability insurance. If you're disabled, there's uh, some huge statistic there. um, I forget the statistic, but it's over 50% that you'll have a six month or longer disability by the time you're 40 years old, six months or longer. So understand insurance. You really have to understand insurance in the modern world. Second book or the next one in the speed round, bold Peter Diamandis so if you ever wondered like is this all there is to life pick this book up these guys own multiple companies they do uh they're uh, presuming that they can create uh mining colonies on asteroids these guys are big thinkers big doers founder of the x prize big big you know world changing type people uh business partner with tony robbins these guys really know what they're talking about. They see the future and they aggressively move towards it. And if you want a book to inspire you, uh, this is a good one. Okay. The next one, if you're uh, if you're managing a team of programmers, if you're listening to this, you're a programmer managing a team, pick up this book, Work Rules by Laszlo Bach. People, uh, head of people at Google. I don't think he's currently at Google anymore, but he was former head of people which they, obviously, most companies call that HR, right? He was just head of people. Um, and man, this is, whew, this book, it's basically Google's playbook for hiring. I mean, talk about the most power, could, Google's playbook for hiring. Like, could you find a better book? Um, I mean, it's full of diagrams and stuff like this. It, it's just great. Like, Google really thinks about this stuff deeply. And I mean, we're talking... Uh, You know, very deeply, very, very deeply. And this is this is a great book if you're a hiring manager, you're working in a team leadership uh, uh, area, if you're a leader of a team, it's a great book to have. Now, that's it. I'm done. I'm going to end it in just a minute. But a couple of little uh, sort of additional bonus books. If you're into fiction, uh, if you're into fiction and you're not and you've never read the Foundation series, you are missing out please pick up and read the Isaac Asimov Foundation series. Now, whoa, whoa, got all these books here. <laughs> this Foundation series is so good, man. You know, I still haven't read it all. I This is the first one, Prelude to the Foundation. Um, the second Foundation, I, I'm not through the whole series, but man, it's great. This Prelude to the Foundation book is pretty big. Took me a long time to get through this. I will say it took me a couple years to read this, um, but I'm glad I did because it's such a, damn good book. I mean, this whole concept of psycho history where they're trying to create an algorithm to analyze the future based on events from the past. If you're a programmer, man, this is for you. If you're a programmer and listening to this, this is the kind of fiction that you're going to love. Start with this book, Prelude to the Foundation. I know that this was written after the Foundation series, so it's chronologically before, but it was written after. Some people don't like that. It's a great book. Okay, great book. Anyway, That's it, all the book recommendations for today. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.